This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted pilates to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you by SoBet. Uh, sign up to bet against your friends and join the social better betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DGens. It's your boy Boston Capper wasn't here last night. Steve piloted the show by himself and did an outstanding job. Uh, we'll do a little more of a of a Sony recap. Steve wants to yell at me for probably twenty to thirty minutes, and uh, and then we'll uh, move on to the uh, the American Express. Steve, are you ready to yell and then break down the next tournament? Well, I appreciate you kissing my ass before I you know chew you out here. Oh, I told you that off air. <laughs> I know you did, but you know you buttered me up a little bit. I appreciate that. It's not going to save you. <laughs> I so I got on here last night and I had the uh, the Sony on. I was, oh, it, was uh, it was heartbreaking to listen to because I knew what happened. Yes, it, it was heartbreaking. To like, oh, huge bar putt. I was it, was, like, it was heartbreaking to listen back to the sound check, too. I didn't really enjoy that either. But um, the story for the last 48 hours yeah. was your attempts to mush this thing 70 ways over. Which is bizarre because I know you believe in that power. I know you believe that if someone says something, when when you have something big on the line, someone says something positive or like comments on that on the bet, you lose your fucking mind. <laughs> Sometimes. And let me say, let, let's go over what you did right, for forty eight hours. Okay, <laughs> Friday afternoon when Henley started going before tee off. Before tee off. Uh, no, I think this is when he actually uh, closed on Friday. This was Friday evening when you said oh, evening. Okay, okay, okay. Boston Capper, I quote: "I just don't think Henley can win. He always spits the bit." Capper, clown face. That's the first attempt. That's you trying to get out of ahead of the bad news. Okay, all right. Let's go to the next day. I did say that quote, and I did feel like a clown when I said it. Actually, this was later that evening. I think you know couple drinks were flowing you said all right listen my bet is toast jim neville jim nance level burnt doesn't even matter all the outrights are dead henley has an insurmountable lead six shots to anyone we have now let me let's take a time out sure did you not know we all had henley so the funny thing is is i didn't until i started until saturday oh okay i did okay i didn't and and what's funny is, is i was like oh fuck steve's on henley uh, yeah, and, and uh, Moon Off, and uh, half the Slack channel, by the way. Okay, all right, and I, and by the way, I'm replying. You're such an asshole, and he yeah. literally blew this lead at the window. This is not. This continued on a text chain on Saturday when we were talking to Jay, which he had his brother-in-law 
in from Massachusetts, a fellow Pats fan who also had a bet on Henley, by the way. I, I told you, this is the only time I was truly trolling. You even texted Jay off to the side. I love doing this to you. Okay, but still, you've <laughs> spoken into existence. Fine. And but, I was so I was but, around. I'm like, listen, Boston Cabra mush it. Like, he's just tossed chicken away. And then you say, I didn't mush it. There's no way he can blow it. <laughs> I speaking that into existence. And then yesterday, you're pissed off at me. Oh, yeah. Let's actually go back to what? Saturday morning? Let's Let's rewind a little bit. You're blowing me up saying I should just bet Henley plus 140 right now. And I'm like, dude, it's Saturday morning. It's 36 holes. He's only up three. He's got to get to like 25 under probably in order to take this down. He's not done. Why would you want to unload your bankroll on that? So then all day yesterday, you're like, you know. I, I, you owe me Saturday, money. Saturday, Saturday. Was, oh, was it Sunday? You no, know, this was, this was Sunday. This was yesterday. This, this was the cherry on top. <laughs> so glad I chose answer over Henley, but another win for the podcast. You, he was only up one at that point. I like whole five. No, yes. he was up. No, he was up more than that. No, it wasn't. He this was. was at like, this was at like seven 30. They oh. teed off at six. I feel like, uh, okay. I feel like he was up more than that. But that's fine. And then I gave you a gift like, all right, let's hug it out. I got a little tense with you. I yeah. wasn't happy with it, but it's fine. <laughs> and then you sexed immediately after Henley goes up five. And this is when the oak tree fell. <laughs> all the chopping you did, all the, the axe hammers with. Where do you want to send the $500, which in context, I owe you because I told you not to bet Henley on Saturday morning. <laughs> And as soon as that happened in 15 minutes, the lead was down to two. Yeah. It was one. And then yeah. it was zero. So uh, here's what I want to close with, though. Okay. <laughs> About a week ago, I think you were watching, what, Brown Steelers? Mm hmm. Oh, Polly Mushman. And you sent me a certain screenshot. <laughs> It was about Polly. a certain conversation that you had on Twitter with Polly Poodle. It was you, you Polly. <laughs> yeah. You tweeted, because I'm not on Twitter. You have to send me this stuff. Uh, does Big Ben know how much juice I laid for his over one and a half touchdown? Polly Poodle. Here it comes. Just trying to support a good friend. <laughs> you reply with a Gordon Ramsay. Seriously. Yep. And then Polly tries to defend himself. And you say, and I quote. You said, here it comes. You know the rules, Polly. You aren't green anymore, JFC. So let me ask a question. So what is that rule? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I broke the rule. That's fine. I yeah. It. Fine. Multiple times. Yeah. But I really believed it, especially when he went up five on the back nine. Who chokes away a lead like that? Well, Russell Henley, because that, that, that happened exactly at the Wyndham. Oh my God. Like what a joke. And so, and look, and, and like I said, so like, it, it's not like I didn't have a staple in the game. I got, I got Hideki, uh, whatever it was plus 300, I think on Saturday. And, and Congratulations I on your win. No, no, no. So listen, right. So, <laughs> and, and so, especially because everybody's yelling at me about motion and shit, I was like, fine, fuck it. Uh, so I unlook, I think I got it like minus fucking like. 350 or minus 400 when he was fucking up like when oh he was my up God. when he was up five with nine to go I was like fuck it let's go I don't care like like whatever I have I got I got decky too I was like if this loses I only lose a little bit um but yeah yeah so I could, so listen I was there with you like dude I really believe like I, I that's why I was texting you on Saturday like listen I don't think this guy's gonna blow this like there's no way this guy can do this again okay all right <laughs> listen here's where I come down on this I'm at peace of what happened. I don't 
it was I'm not one to fully say, yes, you absolutely mushed it. It's a really bad look for you. That this yeah, happened. no, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But it, I also realize it took Hideki Matsuyama of all fucking people to oh leave my god, the best putting performance of his career on Bermuda. On Bermuda, but he didn't help the matter, sir. And there's a lot of people who believe in this shit more than I do, including Mudoff, who is probably sending a Bolivian death squad death to squad. your house right now. But He's not happy either that that happened. Oh, we we had a private like. <laughs> it, it it was a very sad conversation on Slack. <laughs> just like we we saw what what was about to happen, and it just we couldn't help it. It just oh, when it went to a playoff, I knew it was done. Oh, it it was it was over. I mean, like, it, God, like before they even teed off, I was like, no, he's gonna lose. Well, because they they were gonna go to a par five, which okay, Hideki is probably gonna be better than Russell Henley on a par five, and then yeah. they were if they tied that, they were gonna go to ten, which is the drivable par four, which Hideki drove the green like three times that week. Yeah, yeah. it was over. Yeah. He Henley needed to hit that putt in, in regulation to end it, and just what a what, what a choke job! Like like I don't understand. Well, it was well. Here's a, he shot sixty five. Doesn't matter. What did he do on the back nine? He shot. I know he one. didn't do anything, but it literally, it literally took Hideki's best putting performance ever. And, and like Henley, Henley should have been up like three or Henley should have been up three or four. Let's and put Henley's it, let's put not doing anything on the back nine. I get that. Plus one. I get plus that. plus one but at this total- course. Listen, I get that, but in the totality of the tournament, Hideki led the field in putting. It, Hideki shouldn't even been close. <laughs> Sorry, like, it, like, congratulations if you had a Hideki ticket pre-tournament. Yeah, some people did, but yeah, some like people did. One. But even you didn't think he was going to do it because oh, of his fuck fucking no, putting. Because his putting, his history here, putting is terrible. Like, his history everywhere is terrible on Bermuda. So whatever, you know what? Listen, sour grapes is what it is. I still have. Coming out ahead for the tournament because I had nailed a bunch of other shit that was pretty nice. Yeah, whatever. I can't really complain. Hitting Henley would have been the cherry on top. I'm done talking about this, that stupid tournament. Why move <laughs> on right. to another stupid tournament? But this tournament's really fucking stupid. It is. So you guys heard me talk last night uh, in my 35 minute uh, podcast as uh, you know I still clung to hope that Henley would uh, come through <laughs> for me, which he didn't. Um, so you guys kind of know where my head's at. So Boston Capper, what are you looking for? I mean, this thing's kind of a mess. It always oh, usually a is mess, a mess. It's, yeah. it's just a mess. Like I like I, it's the same shit I look for every week. Um, look at a little bit of tournament history. I don't even know how to take into last year. Seeing how they didn't play all three courses. Um, just a good just 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 get iron players that are in from like one seventy five in. Somebody who can get hot with a putter. Somebody who can spike. I mean, it's all the same shit like always, right? I mean, it's it's the same shit we look for every week. For the most part, um, yeah. who's coming in a good form? Uh, who's got a good history here? Who we see in the first time? Who we getting a nice discount on? Who's mispriced? That type of shit. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only problem with this place is you actually look at some of the guys who came in with their form. Like, oh, I know who went up winning. It's trash. Like, I think Landry missed four straight cuts and then one. Yeah. Adam Long missed like six straight cuts and one. Oh, I forgot about Long. Hudson Swaffer didn't really do much. Siwoo had a couple good finishes the previous fall. Mm-hmm. But coming in, he was like, all right, it's not that great. So that's tough. Uh, the fact that, you know, they split this tournament up with three courses and like these guys only have maybe like 15 cumulative rounds total at all of them. Yeah, that's a very small sample size. That's not really a lot to go on. Nope. Um, while I am focusing on like, you know, between like 125 and 200 for my proximity, like it's not like a dominating range. For all these guys, it's kind of a large range, like about mm-hmm. half their approach that's going to come from that range. And that's not really great. It's a okay. bad field. So even though you're trying to look for your iron players and, you know, 
good strokes gain guys. Like most of these guys suck. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, you could go for the o- overseeded um, yeah. putting performance, yeah. but that's, there's not a whole lot on the PGA tour. And sometimes like if you look at a course, it, it is overseeded. It's not depends on the time of year, like yep. stuff. So I, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of going just on feel, yep. you know, guys who make, you know, guys who can score, put up some birdies. Cause I, cause except for one, I think there's only gonna be one day where it's going to be kind of challenging scoring conditions. Uh, but yeah, this is, Kind of gonna be a mess. I'm gonna try and maybe scale back my betting card a little bit. Oh, I had I'm a big. A, I'm 100 scaling. I had a big betting card last week, and then me too. It, it, you know, it, I did pretty well this week. Be careful out there, fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up positive last week too, um, with matchups and all the kids and and Seamus coming in top ten. Obviously, you fucking helped with that too. Oh yeah, Matt Kuchar boned me at the end too. But, yeah, what uh, happened to that? They didn't so, show. They didn't so show a Connors, single fucking shot, like always. So Connor's put made a massive run on Sunday. Oh, I know it was beautiful. That helped me too. And, but I mean, he was sitting only sixteen under. He had a bunch of guys behind him, and they all passed him, and he finished eleventh. Oh, that sucks. That's, that's I know that's always the worst. So it is what it is. Uh, I also had Seamus Power top ten. I am coming ahead on that. I, you know, um, I think the only real gripe, other than your conduct, <laughs> was uh, Webb Simpson. I talked about this. Last oh, week. God, yeah. it's bad. First of all, let me comment on that. Do you, so, how big of a raise do you think that dude at FanDuel got for hanging that shit at plus four fifty? The amount of money FanDuel must have made on that plus four. They were offering cash out. I, for, I forgot. I forgot bank. about that, dude. That dude is now has a, has a corner office, just like a. Well, he probably has a corner office with DraftKings now, because he yeah. probably got fired from FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, and they tried to hire him back. He's like, no, DraftKings offered more. I'm gonna go, you know, work yeah, for them. Exactly. Fucking wild, All right. man. All right, why don't we take a break and then uh, we'll get into breaking down DFS for the American Express. All right, sounds good. So listen, if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas, the online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. WinBet also has some brand new bonuses. Bet 5 bucks to win $400 in free bets. And don't forget, you can also win a trip to Shaq's Funhouse in L.A. Bet $20 on the Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at the Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. First class, baby. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. Win bet from boosted piles to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win today. So if you're ready to play, and you should be, go sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big and win bigger, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com. All right. You want to go over some ownership projections? Yeah. I mean, this is super early, right? Like, uh, I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's early, but, it, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nice overview yes. before we do it. So, yeah, all right, what, what do you got up there on your screen there? Uh, all right, so it, uh, 10K and over. Uh, it's the there's two guys on top. I, I was actually surprised to see Rom uh, as high as it is because it's kind of tough to make some of this stuff fit um, with a lot of the guys in the lower range. But yeah, o- o- over 22% for Rom and Cantley, as expected. Like both studs. Mm-hmm. What do you I got a feeling that you're going to have to use one of those guys in the lineup. I, I, I think if you don't. I, I think you're. It's gonna have to go real perfect for you. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and both both are 
you can make an argument for, for both of them. That's why I think the Cavs like this week, too, right? Right. Both these guys go out and curb stomp the field. Yeah, I mean, they're both under 10 to 1. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking nuts. You can't bet that shit. Um, and then you got what well, I thought surprising him. Everybody's giving him a pass. Um, I mean, the course history here is pretty good. Yeah, I know. clearly I forget what happened. I think on Saturday at hole eleven, that's where the term knucklehead, yeah, ended up uh, coming to existence. Yep. So I think we both had a bet on him. We did. It was yeah. fun. It was fun. It, and then, it was seeing that melts away, but then C was saved the day. He did. He did. Thank God. You know, thank God. Fucking see me, baby. And then, I, I mean, it really, it's kind of just clogged up here, man. The only person who's not over 15% owned, I guess, is two. Uh, you got Willie Z, because nobody's seen him and he can't pop worth a shit. And right. then Maddie, Maddie Wolf is under 15. And uh, I don't know if that's uh, the, the Sobel curse or what. But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think, at least you mentioned that guy by name on this podcast. But I, uh, no, I, th- I think that's a course history thing. Um, he hasn't been very good, especially, especially at the stadium course. And considering there's two rounds there, <laughs> I mean, the final rounds there, you don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about him in a little bit. That's fine. And then the AK range, uh, the chalkiest dudes are your boy Gazuntike and my boy Vegas. So and Henley or, or no Henley's uh nine thousand. So that doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, it's yep. it seems like everybody's skipping this range. It's yep, stars and scrubs. Yep. Three guys over nine, and then dipping right down to the sevens. Yeah, and the sevens, I mean, the sevens has got a lot of good plays in here, but the chalkiest dudes you're looking at, um, Russell Knox, I don't know if that's based off the performance last week. Hadwin, obviously, has a great history here, so that mm-hmm. makes sense at 13%. Yeah, Knox has a good history here, too. I think he finished top 10 last year. HV3, because everybody just always plays him, including myself. I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, look, like I, I like I don't want any of them this week, but uh, he'll be on my first round leader card probably if they even offer it. Who knows where they're teeing off at? This is why I hate this fucking tournament. Oh, um, yeah, I, I got I got to look up and make sure I get all the who started where. Yeah. I think last year he was actually on stadium course. Didn't they? Don't, don't they split it though? Like, no, okay. no, just whatever is the leader after day one. Okay. I feel yeah. like this was. I feel like my book last year fucking split this. But and then you got Michael. Thompson. Oh, you know what? Sometimes they offer like the different ones, mm-hmm. but the, they'll just offer like all right, standalone. Yeah, that's fine. And then obviously last week's performance, Michael Thompson, really good. Course history here is really good. Yeah. Um, you know that's still sub ten. So I mean, really, it's kind of spread out in the seven K range. I mean, mm-hmm. there's really no really super duper heavy. heavy so you get Adams, Adams, Spenson. Spenson, which yeah. hey man, good good history. Played lights out this weekend. Yeah, yeah why not? I feel like it's deserved. And then in the six uh, K range, what do we got? We got Davis Eric Norlander because everybody knows the name. Yeah, he's only at five and a half. You got Davis Riley at six and a half. Yeah, that's, he played. He he played well. He was on TV a lot last on Sunday. Yeah, and he's he's a talented Corn Ferry guy. So guys are going back to him. Swafford won here before. Yeah, Duffner's uh, won here before. Yeah, so people are just gravitating, just kind of biggies. But that's not big ownership anyway. No, so it, no. Really but anything over five, anything over five in this range. Yeah, it's notable. So yep. it's a different shade of green. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Then I guess let's go to $10,000 range then. Let's just kick it off. So right, uh, got John Rahm at 11 3. You got Patrick Canley at 10 9. You got Sky Sheffer at 10 6. And Tony Fino at 10 2. I'm just going to make this short and simple. Um, I, I'm just going to go with John Rahm. I know it's a tough build, but I mean, I don't really like a whole lot of guys in the eights. You know, even some guys in the lower nines, I don't really like either. So. I was going with John Rahm. I think he curbs off this field, and if he does, then you have to have him in the lineup, and I'm just going to go with him. And then my fade, I mean, I, I guess it's probably Fino. I know he's not popular, but 
You know, I mean, I think he's just the weakest of the four, obviously. Uh, he hasn't been playing all that great. Uh, the putter's been really bad. If this thing's going to be, you know, you got putt. If this thing's going to be a birdie fest, uh, I don't think Lightning's going to strike two weeks in a row where, hit, you know, a really bad putter all, all of a sudden turns into uh, Brad Faxon. <laughs> so, yeah, Finau's my fade in this range, and I'll probably just eat, you know, the big price and go to Rom. Yeah, look, I mean, I have the same thing written down, right? I mean, even, uh, you know, uh, like you said, Rom could curve off the field here. It's not a crippling build because you have a lot of flexibility in the sevens as long as you hit your sevens, guys, and if you hit your 6K guy. And if you think about it, when he played Cam Smith and Cam Smith held him off, it didn't even look like Rom's best game. Do you yeah, know what I, I mean, mean? Yeah, he hit a lot of putts that week. But yeah, but the irons yeah. were loose. Like, like, yeah, so he could absolutely – it really the same thing goes for Cantlay, but I, I'm taking Rom just because, obviously, he's my guy. The same thing, I'm fading Finau. His putting's garbage. Um, it's not Poa. Um, I know it's, I know it's overseeded. I think you said with, with some Poa in it, but whatever. It's, no, it's, you. so it's, so it's not Poa Anna, which is the West coast. West coast. It's, Poa, it's Poa Trivialis is basically just a weed that they put on top. Um, yeah, that, that's what's overseeded with this week. So, um, yeah, like he, he, so we made a run at like, if you think about like some other overseeded golf courses, he had a second place at Phoenix a couple yeah. of years ago, but other than that, he has didn't really you know, play well there. I think he has like a 10th here and he's got a couple other mediocre finishes. He doesn't usually putt very well on the overseed either. So I don't know. I don't really see the situation where, you know, he's putting bad, but he gets on a surface. He's pretty good on, you know, I just don't see it out of him this week. I'm perfectly fine with it. Okay. All right. Let's move down to the 9k range. All right. So the 9k range, this is, you want to talk about Sophie's choice for me, man. There is, <laughs> there is, uh, there is, uh, all my guys are in here, man. So, uh, I guess I can read them all. All right. So we got M Gooch, uh, Seamus, Connors, Wolf, answer, Willie Z and Henley. So, I mean, in reality, I want to play Gooch, Seamus and Connors. I want to play them all. But if okay. I gotta choose, if I gotta choose one, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Seamus. I'm gonna go with Seamus. He was potting really well, made a nice charge, nice and even. Connor's had that really shaky Saturday, and he shot a 64 on Sunday, which was nice. Mm. Um, yeah, but thank this- you to Corey Connors for beating old man Stu Sink on Saturday. By the way. That was too close to that was too close for comfort. I know you like you were so happy. I was I was re- I was really <laughs> triggered by that. Yeah. Buddy hit the big eagle. That's all that matters. That's it. That's Take all down matters. that old man. And if you think about it, Corey, you know that's obviously the best putting surface. That for whatever reason he puts really fucking well there. So it, for me, it was really between Gooch and Sheamus. Um, I thought about. It, I'm definitely going to have both of them, man. Gooch is going to have to play with fucking Kevin Na um, and just go insane waiting for him to, you know, finally hit his hit a shot and hit his fucking putts. Uh, so I'm going to have both of them, but I, I'm going to take Seamus Power, man. I mean, what's he got? Fucking four top 20s in his last in his last four events or three, yeah. something like that. Like, he's just a different golfer now. I think he's priced right in this field. Um, I really like Seamus Power. It's not just my shtick about him being Irish. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm all about I'm all about Seamus here, and uh, I'm gonna. F- <laughs> it feels like an easy fade, but I'm gonna fade Henley. There's no way mentally that dude can come back after losing five sh- <laughs> losing a five shot lead um, on the back nine. Yeah, he's really bad here too. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. I don't give. I, he could have the best course history in the world. There is zero chance he can get his mind right and actually play a, a good four rounds of golf after. You game. know, I mean, he did. He did 
was he in the final group of the U.S. Open? He played yeah. okay. The Travelers next week. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Whatever. he doesn't he doesn't play well here, so I'm probably going to pass on yeah, him. And honestly, on. I, I I think I need a break from Russell Henley. I mean, <laughs> yeah. PTSD moments. And, you know, that that's right. Nice. That, that's enough. That's enough. That's right. I think. That's right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I Sungjae is great at this golf course. He played well on Friday. I don't know what happened to him in the first round of the Sony, oh, so. it's it so crazy. It was, but then he played fine on Sunday, on Friday. Oh, yeah. so and he, he was he was things. burning he was burning edges on Thursday too. Yeah, so you know what? Maybe I'll just go back to him. I don't care if it's if it's chalk. Like that. Trust me, the guys I like under eight. Yeah, no one's on. Okay. So I, I like don't it. worry about not having a diversified roster. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm going to go with Gooch. I think last week was Powers Week. I think this is going to be a Gooch week. I think they're basically, okay. I think they're both basically about the same player at this point. Um, and Gooch has a lot of success here. I'm just going to go with that. And then, um, yeah, I, I think with Will Zalatoris, I need to see it. Like, I need to see, like, has he fixed things around the green and like with the putter? Cause he was a mess last fall with that. Even the ball striking started to go away with him mm. too. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think a tournament like this where, uh, you know, he's not, he's going to be able, he's going to have to keep the driver in the bag a lot, especially on the stadium course. Um, I think I just need to see it first for him. So he's my okay. fate. I like it. I like All right. it. Why don't we take a break and then we'll uh, keep going. All right, man. Sounds like a plan. So we are brought to you by Prop Swap, where America buys and sells, <clears throat> excuse me, sports bets. So the NFL playoffs are in full swing. You could have told the Patriots that. Uh, and Prop Swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 101 49er Super Bowl ticket for 500 bucks on Prop Swap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into 500 bucks, And the buyer got great odds, and the seller made more made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale. Loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGPN on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the real sports bettors on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. It's because the AK range. This is where I started to kind of get sick. Okay. Um, let's start with Patrick Reed first. Gross. Okay, you say it's gross, mm-hmm. and he has been kind of gross. But I mean, his last handful of starts, he's got a second in Bermuda, he's got a third at the Hero, where he actually like like I know it's a 19 person field, but he was in the mix of the Hero. So, right. No, no, I agree with that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll count that. And then he was almost DFL after the first round of the century, and he climbed all the way to T15. So he was fine the rest of the tournament there. Uh, I mean, he's won this tournament before. He's has a pretty good, you know. Obviously, you have a good course history if you won this before. One of the other things I did too was when did he when did he win? <clears throat> he won it in 2014. So this was before the forever. stadium course came into existence. Yeah, it's forever. So, but he here's the thing. Here, but here's the thing about Patrick Reed. He's actually awesome at the stadium course. Like I think last year, one of my concerns was, well, how is he? Like I know he won it before the stadium course came into existence. Like, you know, and he hadn't really had a good finish since then. Was the stadium course thing? And it's not. He's actually really good. He's got one of the better course histories at the stadium course. And he's really good at Kansas City. For whatever reason, he sucks at the Nicholas tournament. I don't get it at all. <laughs> like, he's losing, like, I think three strokes around to everybody there. So, and Nicholas isn't 
all that challenging. Like, I know there's some water, but like, it's basically the stadium course, but everything's kind of straight out in front of you. So if you could just have an okay or decent round at the Nicholas, I know he can do well at stadium. I know he can do well at the Kinta, and then they play Sunday at stadium. And he's 5%. So, yeah, I'll take that. And then I'll, I'll take my boy Bazane Hoot again. I was impressed by him last week. He cashed the top 30 for me. He also cashed a matchup over Matt McNeely. Um, you know, his iron play has been pretty good over the last year or so. He's a great putter. He hit the ball great last week. Didn't actually put, I mean, he putted fine. He was in the positive, but it wasn't Bazane who was out standards. So I'll go with him. And then I'm fading everybody else in this range. I, I just, I, I can, I just kind of want to puke with everybody. <laughs> All right. Seriously, uh, I mean, there, there, I, there's a couple of guys I would consider for outrights, but DFS, I'm like, I don't trust any of these schmucks. Listen, let's, 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 let's cut down. There's, on the cu- there's, a, there's a couple let's of schmucks. Cut, let's, let's cut down on the slander in here. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely schmucks in here. Um, okay. But um, listen, the disrespect for Siwoo Kim at $8,300 at less than 10% owned, the dude won. He played fine until he lost everything. He, what, I think he lost like three strokes fucking putting this weekend. Whatever. That's what, that's what you sign up for with Siwoo. You're not getting any steady performance out of Siwoo. You're not looking for a top 20, right? Like, you, if you pick him, you think he's going to win. And you think he's going to make birdies. So, fuck so that. You think he's going, so you think he's going back to back? That didn't say that. You just say you pick him because you think he's going to win. Yeah, or, and he's, or he's going to score birdies, right? So, <laughs> okay, fine. I, I couched it a little bit. The uh, you caught me. The, um, so yes, yeah, so so I like Siwoo, and then I mean I love Johnny Vegas. Why would I not play him here? He won here. Oh God knows what, probably ten years ago at this point. Yeah, like twenty ten. Since yeah. then, it hasn't gone so great for him. No, that's fine. He's coming in a decent form. Uh, top twenty five at Houston. Top fifteen. Yeah, that was like four months ago. I don't care. The, uh, <laughs> okay. okay. This is, <laughs> played already at the RSM. Um, he's a beast off the tee, um, and he can get hot with his putter too. Now, uh, you know, uh, uh, he can, he can, I don't want that face. I don't want that face. He can, we really do got to get the YouTube going so people can see the faces we make at each other. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, yeah, I like both of them. And I thought about sprinkling a little Ortiz too. See, and what do you, what do you think about Norin is? criminally underowned, I think. At see, I th- see, I liked Norin, and I just was just like, I think I was thinking about this as I was doing dishes tonight. I'm like, that's a loser pick. It like, is. That has, that has like T38 written all over it. Yeah, maybe that's like, it. I've been down the Norin road a couple times last I fall. I, I know he's I got know. an okay course history here. Like, yeah, I, I think he finished like top 15 one year. Uh, one of the other things I did was I combined like um they're playing a Nicholas and they're playing a die course. Yeah. And Nicholas kind of borrowed a lot of concepts from die with building certain, you know, his golf courses. So I made a composite of die and Nicholas and I threw some Bobby weed stuff in there too. Cause you know, that's a die disciple. So basically all that shit into a giant mixer to see what I, comes out. I love you. I love you so much. And Alex Norton actually <laughs> has a pretty good history to all of them. I think it's mostly die related, but, um, Oh, is your back? Okay. Okay. All right. We're good. Uh, anyways, so I, I, but I just, I looked at his results in the fall. Yeah. yeah. It's not I, pretty. I, I, I it's not pretty. I, I think I'm going to pass and. Okay. That's fine. Else fine. All right. 
7,000 hour range. Why don't you uh, kick it off? You say you like a lot of guys down here. I do, man. I have so many fucking names written down. So this is where you're going to have to like, I don't know if you're doing like a 20 entry or you're doing like 50, like pick your core three or you're going to have to sprinkle some of these guys in. So I, I mean, really like I love a lot of these guys, like so many, like Doug Gim. Like I know that's your boy, but 7,500. Pete died. He was in the final group at TPC Sawgrass before he diarrheaed down his leg. But what did you expect him to do? Like, I don't expect him to win. It's 7,500 criminally underpriced. Thompson, 7,500 after last week's and this course history, criminally underpriced. Svensson was 7,200. Great course history. Played amazing last week. Buckley, like, new young gun, like, did okay. Like, did okay at the Sony. Fine. Like, whatever. He was top, top 20. What are you talking that's, about? That's what I'm saying. He did fine. Did good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good for Buck. I know. I know. I'm trying to temper my expectations. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, so, really like him. And I love, I think Woodland in this field, I, I'm a bit, so I like. See, that's, league, that's interesting because, because he went, I think, cut, withdraw, T9, yep. cut. Yep. But I feel like he's healthy now. Uh, he's on every single one of my year-long fantasy leagues. I just feel like he's—I just feel like he's mispriced. I don't listen. If he hit his ceiling and what we got from him is what he what we got, but as far as like pedigree, dude, the guy's a fucking major winner, and I can get him. At, and he's not cooked. He's not—you know what I'm saying? He, like, if he's healthy, he, he's not. He—he he, he might be cooked if he's not healthy. Exactly. I mean, right. how how old do you think Gary Woodland is? I don't know. Is he fucking 34, 35? I think he's a lot older than that. No, he is 37. Okay, so whatever. I was in the range. Listen, once you once you get once you get past thirty five, it's all the same, bro. The, uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the um, until you get to forty five and then fifty. But anyway, yeah. So I, I just think he's mispriced. I'm gonna play him solely based off, like he should not be priced around the guys that are around him. Shez Revi is the same price as fucking Gary Woodland. Get out of my face. Like I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take a flyer on him. Um, fuck man, I can talk about everybody. Like Molinari, super low. Like. Plays well in this type of golf, barely shows up, played well here last year, I believe. Um, plays good in this type of – he's a California guy now, like whatever. My boy Munez, like why wouldn't I want to play him again? Hadwin's got a great court history. The 7K range is just chock full of fucking like awesome plays. But I'll give three – my favorite three, Woodland. <laughs> After you name about 80. That's what I'm saying. That's So I realized I, I just went off on a tangent. So I'll go, I'll go Woodland. Thompson Buckley is my three favorites. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I get this is a little bit of a smorgasbord down here too, for me. Um, I mean, right at the top there, you know, I mean, you can go with Hadwin with a really good course this year, although he had last couple, he hasn't been that, that great, but yeah, he's got like, I think like three seconds here. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Russell Knox is really good. Both those guys are popular, but um, I think my only concern about uh, Knox is um, he actually gained strokes putting last week. Which he never really does. Nope. So, but he does put well on the, on the overseas services. So maybe he can replicate it. So I don't mind him. Um, you know, Denny McCarthy. He's he started off really slow last week. He had Ballin to make the cut. I think he finished inside like the top forty or so. Um, you know, but he puts really well on this surface. He's a good scrambler. He's improved his tee to green game over his last like you know sixteen seventeen rounds or so. So I don't mind him. You know, Cage Lee's just been kind of. You know, plugging along, churning out cuts, churning out top 40s. Uh, he's got a decent course history here. You know, T. Green looks okay. So I don't mind him. Uh, and he's good. Hart- he's good. K.H. Lee's good on die courses, too. Yeah, he is. 
So and then uh, you got Kramer Hickok, who is pretty good in some die courses, pretty good in some Nicholas courses, too. Um, I think he finished T21 last year, last year here, he finished T20 last week, had a fourth place at the Houston last fall, had a second at Travelers. You know, he's been hitting the ball pretty well. T.D. Green lately, he hit pretty well last week, didn't putt all that great. But actually, no, he actually put pretty well last week. That's been something that's kind of been um, coming on for him. So I don't mind him. Um, Andrew Putnam played all right last week. He's got really good course history. Uh, good putter on the surface. You could do that. And then, like you said, I can kind of go back to my binkies, you know, my corn, my favorite corn fairy guys. You know, I've, I've been loving Buckley. Um, I was on him last week. He cashed a couple of things for me. That yep. was good. Uh, Alex Smalley did not, but I still believe in the talent. And then Taylor he good, Moore. He had a good first round, though. Smalley played good. He was yeah, like three Small, or four Smalley under. played well the first round, and then the second yeah. round just didn't go well for him. But I, I still believe in the guy's talent. And then Taylor Moore, the, he actually makes his 2021 debut. He had a couple of good finishes last fall, too. That's another guy, like, at $7,300. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know I need like a bunch eight or nine guys but i think that's basically going to be the core of my lineup uh especially how i'm building so yeah <clears throat> that's what i'm at land on so right, uh like yeah, why don't we take our break and then uh we'll finish off uh dfs all right. Well, listen, the fantasy season may be over but the action is still coming to the better fantasy app download their free to play app today and to bet on player props for the nfl playoffs you can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because you can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing the challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. Brought to you by the Department of Redundancy Department. And download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. All right. Under $7,000 when you're really going dumpster diving for this. Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like there's value down here, man. Yeah, there is a little bit. I mean, I think CT Pan's a little bit of a value. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's a solid player. I think he's better than a lot of the guys that are around him. Uh, he hits the ball pretty well, T to Green. Definitely. Uh, he's, you know, he's won at Harbortown. That's a die course. So there you go. Um, shout out uh, Jeff Nagel. Uh, his favorite guide, cheap guy to use on a Pete Dye golf course is, do you know? No. Probably. Dylan Fratelli. Oh God, he loves fucking Fratelli. He loves Fratelli on die courses. I'm going to use him too. So okay. I mean, I think he's coming in ice cold. <laughs> did he play last <laughs> week? I don't even think he did. No, he did not. But you know what? Fratelli on a Pete die. So just trust the process there. Um, Pat Perez withdrew last week, but he's playing this week. Uh, Pat Perez was actually going to be a guy I was thinking about using at the Sony last week. Maybe I'll just use him this week. So okay. um, unfortunately, I think he's coming off uh, in the fall. Three missed cuts and a withdraw. So that's not great. We're in the but six game. That, but before that, he was fine. Yeah. He's six four hundred bucks. And then, you know, the, you had like your Buckleys. You had um, Grayson Sig did well last week. You had Davis Riley do well last week. Um, I think you know maybe this week you kind of <clears throat> pivot the other way. Go with some of the other more talented like Corn Fairy guys who didn't do so well last week. Maybe they turn around this week. Chad Ramey and Cameron Young. I think these guys are pretty good. They had good results in the fall. Uh, they missed the cut last week. I'm just going to go to them blindly. Just think that's, you know, it's their okay. week. I like it. I, I rely I rely on you for, for, for the Corn Fairy guys. And there's a couple other people I follow on Twitter to give me any type of semblance because I don't watch that shit. I don't have my own insane spreadsheet like you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but that, I mean, really, like when you mentioned Buckley last week, I wrote them down and I, I tracked them on my shit and I was like, ooh. Yeah, and I, I played Smalley in a bunch of my in a bunch of my DK. 
And I was like, oh, okay, first round. I was like, all right. And then second round, I was like, mm. yeah. That's, I mean, that's what happens with these guys. They're yeah. young. I mean, Smalley's 25. Like, you know, he'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, these guys have talent. You know, they just got to find a little bit of consistency. What, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? I was just distracted. So I'm watching the Arizona uh, Rams game, which all day I was on Rams lane three. And then I decided that, nah, let's not do that. Let's, uh, let's go the complete opposite way. Cause I've been cold. Yeah. Good can call. I, can I, can I ask a question here? Cause yeah. I, I heard this, I heard this talk about the week. What did anybody love about the Cardinals? They have been a dumpster fire for a month and a half and they have pro- maybe the worst coach of anyone in the playoffs. Cliff Kingsbury uh, he, sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. And he's I literally awful. I li- but did you see that play? So it came, it, it went off of Moore's hands into I don't know, fucking somebody on the Rams. Bounced back out and Moore caught it, which is fine. Listen, I took I, I just teased Arizona in the over because I was like I don't believe in either of these fucking teams. Stafford's a pick machine, fucking certified loser, like that type of shit. But I was like Cl- Kingsbury is a bum. Like yeah, either way. All right, back to fucking golf. Um, all, right. all right. Who do you like? In the, who? What losers do you like under seven? Oh, I like a lot of losers under seven. So, uh, why is why after what JT posted played fine this week? He played fine this week. He, he played fucking. He, he played he, fine. He sucks. I, listen, I think he's mispriced. I think he should be up in the seven K range. He, I really he's, do. He's he's great at he's great at putt putt. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's fair. Fine, yeah. I like him. And give me Duff Daddy. Come on, man, Duffner here. Why not? Okay. And then right. uh, he's got a lot then, of red in the ball striking. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Okay. My boy Vegas, let's go. Plays well at these type of courses you in my brain. Have a, you have a soft spot for him. I do. I do. And look, I, yeah. I mean, look, what the hell reason. is he? Oh, God. oh my God! There's <laughs> the fucking pick. These, these guys suck. <laughs> Right, let's let's keep so let's bad. keep it rolling. And then this, Sun this over. You give don't me need Sun, to give me Sun Kang. Let's go. Sun He's Kang. A bad guy. Why am I a bad guy? I don't care. He's made me money. He plays well at these type of courses. He will be on my first round leader card. And right. he will make the cut. He he will make the cut. All right, then I'm gonna well, that means I gotta hammer uh whoever's playing him on Sunday because the cut's after Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Oh god. See, that's a wonky yeah. ass fucking term. I completely so like that even slipped my mind. It's fucking a Saturday cut. This Saturday Saturday cut, like, and then you're gonna have guys coming in, like we don't have strokes gain data on them for two days. Yeah. Like it's this tournament sucks. Like so, I, I didn't mention this on the preview course. Like, so I always go through the schedule and I'm like, because there's too many fucking tournaments. Like, I don't mind doing this every single week, but it just right. gets it gets old sometimes. Right. And I was like, all right, if I could lop off like five or six terms, this is probably number two on the list. Oh, yeah. I don't like I understand this was the old Bob Hope classic. Like you had a couple, you know, when all the celebrities lived out in Palm Springs, but no one lives there anymore. No, it, this thing's a waste. I it, it looks awful on television, too. It, like, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's bad to look at. It's fucking almost impossible to fucking handicap. Yeah. Like even last year we had Siwoo and it's just like, oh, it's kind of a snoozer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, until Sunday. Yeah. So, all right. Whatever. That's my little rant about maybe we should order a drone strike on this tournament and just, <laughs> you know, move on. All right. Um, you got anything you're burning on? Oh, shit. Lots of lots of stuff. I don't, know right. if we got, I don't know if we got enough time. Just rant. I guess I'll rant about the Patriots. Okay. And Bills fans. I will go on mute. Floor is yours. No, no, you're fine. You chime in whenever you want. Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let you go because okay. I, I think you got a lot on your mind. So go. So, so the Pats, 
I didn't think we could have a more embarrassing playoff performance than when we lost to the Ravens. I think it was 09 when Ray Rice busted out that 80 yard run on like the fucking third play from scrimmage. And we just got fucking boat raced. I was, uh, I was wrong. (laughs) This shit was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Defensively, they made no adjustments. Bill Belichick still doesn't respect Josh Allen, I don't think. And it's the dumbest fucking shit in the world. Now, we are literally back-to-back games. These motherfuckers haven't punted. Maybe you want to make some adjustments. Maybe stop drafting like an asshole. Maybe fucking get some talented players. Stop Stop fucking trading back and getting six guys from St. Mary's School for the Blind because you think you can fucking coach them up. Because you think, because guess what? You don't have the fucking quarterback anymore, Bill. He's gone. He's in Tampa, and he's going to be in the NFC Championship game at the least. At the least. Don't worry. We got fucking McCorkle, who you don't trust to throw the fucking ball. You punt when we're down 14 and nothing. At midfield, like they're not going to march down the field and stuff it down your fucking throat. Get your mullet kid off of the fucking defensive calling. Put him on special teams, fetching coffee. Get that motherfucker off the coaching staff. I pray Gerard Mayo gets a job somewhere. I pray fucking Josh McDaniels, some dumb franchise, will hire you as the head coach so I can stop watching these fucking... It goes from conservative to some stupid trick play because he wants to be the smartest guy in the room. I can't fucking stand it. Our drafts have been fucking terrible. And everything else, like, look, look, we might have hit on the quarterback. At best, he's Kirk Cousins. At best. At best. Do you know how gross that is? At best, he's fucking Kirk Cousins. It's what I hoped. It's why I hope that Daniel Jones would be. (laughs) It's so fucking gross. It's not a good place to be. The defense is so slow and old. McCordy got his ankles broken nine times last night. Hightower looks like he needs oxygen just walking to the side of the field. I love both of those guys responsible for many championships. And like, whatever. Listen, it was just embarrassing. Like, they didn't even fucking show up. They didn't even show up. And then I get Bills fans. I'm, I'm playful chirping with them. Like, whatever. Pelletier and, I don't know, a couple other guys on Twitter always want to chirp me. Like, call me old man because I'm living in the past. I'm like, listen, the past wasn't too long ago. We won a Super Bowl like two years ago. Like, relax. Like, and you, you guys got to win something. The Bills fans need to chill because they need to fucking win something before they turn into the Colts hanging up AFC championship finalist banners. Like, fuck out of here. Like, your team's good. Your coach is still suspect. Quarterback's awesome. Eyes are too close together. Still don't trust him. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's it. It was just an embarrassing playoff performance. Hats off to the Bills. I mean, total fucking domination. Um, yeah, man, and they wanted to run up the score, too, and I respected the fucking hell out of that. I did. I respected the hell out of them being like, they wanted to hang a 50-burger. I was like, all right, I respect it. After, you know, 20 years of constantly just mushroom printing the Buffalo Bills fans' foreheads as the Patriots, I completely respect it and want to run it up. But guys, I got to lose in Kansas City next week, so fuck you. Yeah, it, it seemed like – I mean, I, I know they took you guys to the woodshed when they were in Foxborough, but it seemed like they were just really pissed about how that first oh, yeah. game went. Oh, yeah. And they just wanted to absolutely put the boots to you guys. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it was 20 years of utter dominance, and now, mm-hmm. now they can do something about it. So good for them. Seriously, good for them. Like, whatever. Yeah. Listen, I mean, all my friends up here are ecstatic. 
Um, they all think they won the Super Bowl, and I'm trying to be that. That's what's terrifying, dude. I text. I was yeah. texting you and Jay about that. I was like, dude, you guys are celebrating way too much for a while, Calvin. Get the fuck out of here, man. You guys are toast next week. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think the Chiefs are still kind of fraudulent. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Out. All right. Let's do one more ad break, and then uh, we'll go over who we got for outrights, which is uh, kind of an ugly scene right now. That was cathartic, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) So, listen, since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in the speakeasy. So, bet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it with their new game and their new platform. So, head over to SoBet.io to create an account to see for yourself through fully functioning and free web application. You can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes a consensus line for Vegas, a feed for what other people are betting on, the ability to send friendly ranges to anybody you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. It is purely competitive. So next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch and go to SoBet.io to see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds and generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody on the other side is willing to accept. So let's get back to the roots of sports betting. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And listen, do not forget to download the SGPN app. Uh, listen, you can download it anywhere. It, it, I don't know why you're not downloading it. We got contests. All the pods are there. All the articles are there. Go download it. Don't be dumb. Yeah, and give us a rate route. In review, by the way, we haven't gotten yes. one of those in a while. I know, I know. Let's go. We're hard for you guys. guys. I know, for real. This is a lot of work. All right, outrights. Um, I'm gonna let you go first because I have some things that I might do, but I okay. might need to talk. I might need to have you be my psychiatrist. All right, cool. That's fine. That's fine. So, That's fine. Right, so, so what do you what do you got so far? I'm light. I only got three. And I don't like it. I don't like I, I feel like I want more, but I don't really know where to go. I feel like I need some longer bombs. So maybe you'll have some. Mine are just mine are just fucking simple, man. I'm going back to answer. I got them at 30 when it opened. Fine. Whatever. Going back. Going back. And uh, maybe I'm glutton for punishment with this guy. I'm going back to Seamus, man. Got him at 33. Let's go. I, I think he can win. I think uh, this is a fair price for, for the talent in this uh, in there. And then I, I took Woodland at 80. Give me Woodland. I, I really don't have anything other than I think it's mispriced. And this is a guy who can absolutely go out and win. And if I can get him at 80 to 1, then fucking this is such a shit show of a fucking tournament. Like, why not? Why not Woodland? Yeah. I mean, the blueprint was basically Duffner when he yeah. won 16. He, everyone yeah. thought he was dead. And yeah, he ended up winning. Duffner. Yeah, All right. All right so, in full, so, in full disclosure, I have a bet on Matthew Wolf, but then I found out he was mush, so <laughs> that's money gone. I will make it back some other way. Okay. I just bet Scotty Scheffler a 20. Um, okay. of and, and Listen, there's not many guys who check the boxes I'm looking for in this garbage field. He's one mm. of the few. Um, I think he opened at 20. I saw him on a couple of books kind of trending down into the teens, and I just decided to bet it. Okay. So that's that. Um, and then we go all the way to 160 to one. And I said in the preview show, I called my shot. We asked the question, um, <clears throat> when is the first rookie going to win on PJ tour? And I called my shot and said, Hayden Buckley at the American express. So I feel like I have to bet it. So 
What, what's that's it at? I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join you on that. What's that? One fifty. I I got it one sixty. He's hanging around like one twenty five to one fifty most places. Okay, I'll jump on that. Okay. All right. And then another just total gut call. Okay. Kramer Hickok one ninety to one. Okay. I we mean, look, he played, he played well at the Sony last week. Fourth yep. in Houston. Lost the playoff of the Travelers, which is a Pete Dye adjacent golf course. It's really Bobby Wee, but it's Dye adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got some Cooper. decent showing some Nicholas golf courses like at the PJ at the PJ National. Okay. No, I mean that's you know, that's okay. a Nicholas course. He mm-hmm. finished, I think, top 25 last year. One of the things I did notice, like, because I, I looked at all the winners, I tried to find some sort of like correlation. There, there's nothing. There's none. But the only thing was all these guys had a little bit of success here. Like, it, it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Like a top 30, top 25, at least something that I can right. say, like, okay, he's done okay here. Right. And he's he's got it. So I like the price. You know, he's, you know, he doesn't get in trouble a whole lot off the tee. Okay. Good scrambler. And he's been putting a little better lately. That's going to be kind of his kryptonite. And like, if you look at his skill set profile, it kind of looks a little bit like Adam Adam Long's. So maybe that's maybe there's something to it. So okay. all right. And then I got a bunch of maybes. So we're okay. gonna go through the names. All right, let's go. Let's run. Sung J twenty one to one. How do we feel about that? I'm- I think it's I think it's a no too. I think it's a no. I think I'm gonna. I I, I think I'll, I'll start betting him again for an outright on the Florida swing. He does so much better down here on the Florida swing on the Bermuda grass. I mean, I mean, he does well here too. But I, I know I, he I, he did win five starts ago. So is that gonna happen twice? I know he's a really talented player, but is that gonna happen twice? He might be someone I just bet like a matchup or a positional prop. Yeah. Okay. The Abe answer thirty three to one. He's been. Dude, he's got a great. This so, is this is just going on course history. Course him. history, yeah. Just faith, yeah. blind and, faith. So if you so he was on the ESPN Plus coverage, mm-hmm. and yeah, he had it rolling, and then he had an awful back nine. Yeah. So I'm just gonna chalk that up to whatever. I don't know. Like I'm just gonna okay. be like, All right, I'll just I'll just disregard it. Like who knows? His wife texted him like something. You know what I mean? You, you know how it is. Like, I, like whatever. You you get ruined by a text. On okay. a golf course. All right. So I mean, I'm I, they're not they're it, not looking their phones in the golf course, but okay. that was whatever. It, it got relayed to him somehow. Fine. That's how I narrated it. All right. Fine. All right. <laughs> I'm Seamus on. Him, so Seamus to... Power thirty three to one. Yeah, I love it. Dude, he's due again. I'm telling you, dude, he's been playing really fucking well. He has been playing really well. Like, so I, I looked last year and I was like, why did I pick Siwoo? And it just was like flashing red light. Mm-hmm. That's kind of Taylor Gushin. And Seamus Power. They're both yeah. about the same odds. Yeah, okay. I, I was looking at Gucci at 30, and that's somebody who I wanted to add. But because the winner seems so random here, I'm like, man, am I going to take fucking three that's, guys in the that's 30s? The thing. And, that, and that's another thing, too. Like, we, it's fun to like debate about this stuff, but Rom could just go out and win by six and just exactly. none of the, none, this whole none of this matters. doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. But we're still going to continue the conversation. <laughs> Patrick Reed at 35. I don't like him. Come close to winning a few times. I know. Like I, I still have a like. Why is he so bad on the Nicholas tournament course? I don't get it. He's great everywhere else. I don't get Who it. Who knows? Maybe just maybe Justine doesn't make his PB and J correct. Who knows? All right. All right. Do I go back to the loser train? Oh. But take another loser. Okay. Cameron Tringali, fifty to one. So it's funny. I was looking at him too. 
What's funny is, is he always comes so fucking close. And he's then been just, in the mix. So you know that little contention little. Yeah, he's got to be at least what? At least seven times. Eleven. Oh, see, like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a lot over the last year too. Like yeah. he's added. He's added distance. Like I mean, he's got a couple top thirties here. It's nothing really to write home about. But he had what a eleventh at Houston. He almost won the Sanderson. He had like a second at Zozo. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, look, so <laughs> 50 to one's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I, I mean he, he's usually bad yeah, off the tee, but he's not hitting driver a whole lot. Right. He's an okay iron player, good scrambler, good putter, can make a lot of birdies. 50 to one for a guy who has come close, and this is kind of a crap fest tournament where I don't hate it. He shows up. It. I don't hate it. All right, that's a contender. I feel like I feel like I literally just wrote it down as a top ten. How 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 about your boy Luke List eighty to one? No, we just had hit Team No Putt get a glorious win last week. Fucking true. I don't know, man. Okay, how about Cage Lee one thirty to one? I actually looked at that one too. Yeah, I looked at that one too. Plays 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 Pete Die well. Always comes out of nowhere. He's been playing sneaky good for the sneaky last like, four or five months. Yeah. Like like that Byron Nelson win. Like he oh hasn't had like a really good finish since then, but like it's a lot of like top forties, top thirties, like kind of just grinding shit out. Yeah. Maybe he pops he, he might he might just be like this. So he might be a positional prop that I just I'm looking at for maybe a live bet. Huh. All right. Okay. I got a lot to work with. I'll we'll come back tomorrow. <clears throat> I'll yep. have a finalized card and we'll get to it. And then we'll talk about some other uh, matchups and props that we'll bet on. Yeah. Matchups, props, positionals, any types of exotics. Um, yeah. We'll go back over ownership. If anything's changed, obviously, uh, if there's any type of weather change and huge ownership shift, anybody withdraws, who knows? Uh, listen, you guys know where to find Steve and all his brilliant fucking articles. It's sportsgamerpodcast.com and on our Slack channel. Hence, Twitter with Steve. You can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Gapper. Feel free to yell at me about whatever the hell you want, and uh, I'll typically uh, respond and yell back at you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, other than that, tomorrow night uh, we'll, we'll finish out our betting card and uh, any changes and things like that. Other than that, let's break them fucking books, baby. Let's go. Let's go.